What's up, party people? It's your girl, the radical redhead, Cole Phillips, coming to you. You know what I love to say now? It's just in my genes, my DNA, another fire episode of No Ordinary Church Girl, candid conversations on love, pain, and everything in between. Knock Nation, let's get into it. So, uh, family, I can't wait to talk about this new series. Here's what we're going to start doing now. We're going to start having some series in the house as we transition closer and closer to one year of doing this. Can you believe it? I can't. It doesn't feel like it's been a year, but it's been a year. And I'm so excited you've been on the journey with me. And it's going to be some great stuff coming into the new year, 2020. Um, It's going to be a good time. But before all of that, I think it's only fair that we get some news you absolutely cannot use. Go ahead and drop that. Last week's news you most certainly won't use. I styles. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I had to say that. Shout out to Corey White for the new name of I styles. Well, for the guys. So when the guys come on, they don't have to call you Italian stallion. You know, he made a valid point. <laughs> Um, so I guess I should guess, guess it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Tongue tied there. That's right. Guess I should catch everyone up on the birthday. My birthday was this past Monday. You absolutely should. I know. So here's the deal. Let's back up. So I must explain my birthday a little bit. I did it a little bit. And this is, you guys know, for those of you who are new, this is my therapy. Just roll with it. Okay. You get a little piece into my life. And I get to release some stuff. Yay. So anyhow, uh, birthday. So the birthday was October 28th. I am officially 43 years young or 43 years seasoned. Either way, I don't care. Still care. gorgeous, still wonderful. And Thank I actually, you. you know, it's crazy. Is I, I feel really bad because I didn't wish you had birthday on your birthday. You know, it's all good. I didn't take offense. It's all good. And I feel horrible. It's quite all right. I love so what you still. I'm, so what I'm going to do for you. <laughs> what are you going to do? Because I missed that is I'm going to produce <laughs> your show. Oh. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I, I appreciate that a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I love you so much. Yeah, I love you. And man. happy birthday! And thank you know, you. As, uh, you get younger and younger every year. I try. I try to stay with these youngins because they something else. Man. Speaking of youngins, Mister AKA Demario is younger than I, and some would say I'm a cougar. I am not. Because he's not that much younger. Like, we're not we're, we're not that big of a gap. It's a little bitty gap. Like, little bitty gap. It's like, it's like I was in college and he was still in high school. And I decided to date him. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than my gap because mine was, I was in college and yeah. she was in elementary. Oh, father. <laughs> I can't even touch that. Lord of mercy. Oh, my. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Got me a little tongue tied there. I'm just going to right. move on. on. Moving on. Uh, no, I'm just teasing because uh, apparently Mr. A.K.A. DeMario, I just like saying Mr. for whatever reason. Um, he, he likes to tease the age gap. You know, he likes to call me 59 and, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's, it's insane. Like. Yeah, some days it's okay. Other days I want to like shoot him in the face. No, that's really violent. Wow. That's right. <laughs> Talking about that really escalated quickly. 
Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'm totally segwaying, segwaying, seg. Forget it. Like today is going to be the day that Segwaying. Cole is going to. I don't even. That's not even a word. I, I, you know, just. I'm only trying to uh, segue into. Uh, there you go. Into the topic today, but we're not there yet. So let me. You know just what? I'm you. just going to start this. I'm going to go ahead and do this over. What up, family? <laughs> This your girl, <laughs> the radical redhead. That's right. Coming to you with another fire episode. It. I don't even know. Do I should I just like step in your I place today? I mean, what's going on with these words? Uh, I don't know. So, <laughs> so birthday. Okay, so my birthday was October twenty eighth, and um, I celebrated technically earlier in the month. And the reason is I've been doing this since my sons have been born. Shout out to TJ and Sean. Love you. But man, I'll be glad when I can reclaim my birthday. Because here's the thing. My youngest son, his birthday is October 26th. That's Sean Carter, a.k.a. the Prophetic Professor. And then TJ's is November 1st, which is this coming Friday, or depending on when you're listening. So, yeah, my birthday's like smack dab in the middle. They like just take over. It's almost like my birthday's like, well, well yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Mom's got a birthday. Moving on. Hey, it's time to party with me. Yeah, really just. It's not fun. I love my kids, but man, as the birthdays continue to come, I'm like, yeah, so when do you turn 18 again? It's going to be your last gift, buddy, ever <laughs> in life. <laughs> your future uh, birthdays will be, hey, son, happy birthday. So proud of you. Goodbye. Three weeks late, right? You know, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Hey, how old are your you birthday? Huh. Yeah, like my mom does me. How old are you now? That's got me me. I'm like, how old are you now? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but no, the birthday was cool. But here's what was interesting. So we had, so, so Demario wanted to do something special in a sense of having like a birthday dinner, right? And I really didn't want to do that. Like this year, I just, I, I don't know. This year was just kind of like, eh, nothing was wrong. I just didn't feel like it. Like every year, I tend to put something on myself for my birthday. Not every year. There's been a couple of years. Um, shout out to Sean. Um, who had did a phenomenal job with my uh, 40th birthday. She threw a surprise party for me. I thought that was really awesome. Um, prior to that, I had another one. I can't remember what year it was, but again, shout out to Sean, <laughs> my little sis out there. She was a uh, big part orchestrating that as well. So I've had a couple that were cool in terms of surprises and being celebrated. And I thought it was really, really nice to be honest. But in terms of this year, I just really didn't feel like it. I didn't have anything in particular I wanted to do. I just, you know, I was just chill. I don't know. It's just That's just the kind of vibe I was in. But, you know, Demario wanted to do something really nice. And so we had a dinner at one of my, my favorite restaurants, Whiskey Cake. Shout out to Whiskey Cake. I'm giving everybody types of shout outs today. Somebody better shout me out later. No. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> can, I, can I get some sponsorship over here? But no, I mean, it was cool. And... Uh, like everybody was vibing really well and I appreciate it. And it was a little intimate thing. Nothing against anyone who didn't get invited um, or anything like that. It's just, again, I wasn't putting a big focus on having this big to-do. Hence the reason that it wasn't that. Hence isn't really a real word, guys. So I'm just making up stuff today. So moving on. Just calling myself out. Why not? Just for all the English majors and grammatical people. Just know I'm going to be screwing up today. I feel it. I don't know. It's candid, right? It's okay. Is it Okay. Is that right? You know, as the perfectionist in me is like really struggling, but I'm know, trying to overcompensate. Older, the mind, really? Wow. The mind so you're taking Demario's to... little bandwagon, I see. <laughs> and you just told me how much you love me. Now you gotta oh, take no, a step. I do love you. But you know, if I didn't talk trash to you, you're right. That means I really don't love you. This is very true about me. I mean, come on. This is my relationship with most 
those that I love. So exactly. I mean, how many times have you walked in, talked trash to me? I did, and I do. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, fine. You know what? Moving on. But Demario did a good job, right? But then the day after, I guess, a couple of days later, I get charged up by one of the ladies that you know I tend to have happy hour appetizers or something like that with, and I was like, "Wow, really?" Like, I, like there was a couple of posts that went out, and I guess because one of the ladies that we tend to all hang out together was there, um, I guess she felt some kind of way that she wasn't invited. And I was just like, it wasn't that serious, though. Like, it was serious in terms of just the intimacy of it, but, like, it wasn't that serious, though. So I was just I was taken aback a little bit by that, I might add. But overall, I mean, it was a cool birthday. I can't, I can't really complain. I'm, I'm grateful to have another year. I'm becoming more in the space of just being grateful for the things that I have, honestly. It's not even about, I'm not a gift person, first of all. So, I mean, you can get me a gift, but honestly, for me, doing something that you know I really need, doing something that is like, if you know I've been really just grinding for quite some time, hustling just nonstop, kids got stuff going on, all that, right? And you say, hey, go to the spa. Like, that's what my big brother did. Shout out to the McCardells, Aaron, Stacy. Uh, they came to the day uh, the dinner, and uh, they're a big part of my life. I love them, love them so much. And they gave me a card with a spa uh, gift card, and and you know that's something huge for me because I'm like, yeah, Zen, do nothing. It's quiet, <laughs> pamper me to death, right? Um, so that's that's a meaningful acts of service type gift. That's really my love language. It is what it is. I can't I can't um, say anything more about it. But I had a good time, and my boys, uh, it was pretty funny. I got a text message the day of my birthday. Because it was a Monday when they're at school. Mom, sorry to bother you on your birthday, but can you put money in my lunch account? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. Life doesn't stop. Greedy little punks right I'm there. I'm trying, right? trying to you. eat on your birthday. On my birthday. Come on now. Kind of foolishness. But yeah, it was good. I just figured I'd catch everybody up that, you know, it was good. I know we talked about what is Demario going to do. And he did a good job, not only leading up to the birthday. I had a really beautiful surprise when I... um visited with him in his city because we are long distance. And then, of course, the dinner with some of my um, closer friends and family, if you will, that I have in the Texas area. So it was good stuff. It was good stuff. So there you go. You're caught up. I don't have anything extra because I really want to get into today's series. So hopefully, little girl, don't talk no smack. We're just going to throw that out the window, okay? (laughs) See, she was smart. We just let me throw it out the window. My release is over. So here's the Thank thing. God that's over. And there she is. Okay. So if y'all see me. Only oh. for your birthday. <laughs> I made it too much about me, I guess. Whatever. You did. Sit I mean, down. come on. Now. You know what? I don't Thank really God care. That's over. I don't really care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Did I say that enough? I don't care. No. Oh, okay. Welcome back to another fire episode. Of Here we go. No ordinary church girl. <laughs> no, guys, so it's cuddle season And that's exactly what this next series is going to be about Cuddle season We're going to talk about all the different ways that people get caught up in cuddle season Now, first of all, when I heard cuddle season years ago I thought it was funny like that people actually look for someone to cuddle with around this time of year Like it's cold and the fireplace and blankets and movies and whatever and all that other stuff we know that happens with cuddle season right but I want to take a spin on this again this is Candid Conversations on love pain and everything in between and everything encompasses relationships how you relate to other people and so Cuddle season is all about relationships. Let's just be real. That's what we're saying now. Whether it's a friend with benefits, whether it's your boo, whether it's your individual you're trying to wife up or hubby up or however you want to look at it, 
We're talking relationships. And so part one today, we're going to talk about a scarred woman. So fellas, I'm dropping some game for you. And this is not for you to, uh, I say dropping some game, but I'm going to say I'm dropping some wisdom for you regarding a scarred woman. Here's the bottom line for everyone. And I double dog dare you to stay otherwise in my DM so I can use my segment again. I get some interesting DMs. I just, eh, then I, I just don't even want to go there on the show, to be honest. Some of them are just too outlandish. But I double dog dare you to challenge me with this statement. All of us are broken. All of us. In some way, fashion, or form, I don't care how minor you want to say it is, all of us are broken right? But in our brokenness, we have to be willing to rebuild. We have to be willing to walk out whatever it is, that trauma, that scar, that, um, that, that situation that caused you to look at people differently, whatever it is, right? Or whatever it was, or the series of things that occurred in your life, you have to acknowledge it and you have to be willing to work through it, but admit it's still there because odds are, It is in some way, fashion or form. And you find out through different things that happen in life, different events, right? So normally I will end with a scripture, but I want to start with scriptures in this series. So Proverbs, I want you to know Proverbs is like one of my favorite books of the Bible. Why? Because it has so much wisdom and so practical. Like Proverbs starting with a P just just should be the practical side of the Bible, right? Proverbs 31 is because we're talking about women. So I know a lot of women, especially my women of the faith, they love Proverbs 31. I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. I'm a virtuous woman and all this stuff, right? And so I'm reading from the New Living's translation, Proverbs 31, 11 through 12, states. states I told y'all it's going to be today, states. States. <laughs> her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. We're talking about what a Proverbs, one of the components of a Proverbs 31 woman. Her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Now, then I took the word enrich out of there. And when I went to Merriam-Webster and I asked, give me a definition of enrich. I want to see what it says. To make rich or richer, especially by the addition or increase of some desirable quality, attribute, or ingredient. Hmm. So, although this woman may be scarred, if she is not adding some sort of increase in the areas that you desire, and it's it's of quality, and it's a true attribute or ingredient to the component of your success, I'm going to need you to take a second look and ask yourself, is this a good move for me? Since we're talking cuddle season and we're talking relationships, and specifically, we're talking uh intimate relationships where we're building and and marriage may be what your goal or, you know, having a a strong commitment. You're looking for committed relationship, right? If that be what cuddle season is to you, that's where I'm going to go right now. Anyway, we got a lot of areas we're going to go about this cuddle season, but we're going to start here. So notice this scripture talks about her husband. So we are talking about marriage in this particular instance. Now I'm going to tell you a scarred woman has triggers And there are reasons that you need to know those triggers. And I've talked about this in a different format on other episodes and a different episode, but I really want to spend time in this area because there's a lot of scarred women that are scarred, but they've learned who they are and they know how to move in it. Meaning they acknowledge that, yes, sometimes I can be a bit much. And when I do, I'm okay with being checked in that area because I acknowledge that that, that's, 
that needs to continuously improve. Or that's an area I need to be conscious of and, and do better with, right? There's a difference in taking accountability for your shortcomings. And then there's a difference in being accountable, but yet using it as an excuse. Well, you know how I am. Nah, 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 nah. As I say often to the men that I tend to chat up with when they acting silly. Nah, chief, that ain't gonna fly. No, sir. Not here. Nah, nah. <laughs> but think of triggers. Now, I'm going to use myself because I said we're all broken. And I'm not, I'm not the foundation for all, okay? But I am going to say I'm going to use myself as a woman who is scarred, who's been through some pretty traumatic stuff, some things, uh, but can acknowledge her stuff. I can acknowledge my mess. And I use it as a form of a message to help, help other women. But at the same time, I'm not above correction, right? So I have triggers. And this may be very common in a lot of women. So a woman like myself, driven woman, goal-oriented, action-oriented, right? Um, visionary, gap filler. I'll talk about that another time. But my point is this. All of those different things have different triggers associated with it. Tone. Guys, it matters how you talk to a woman. It does matter. How? And what, I'm, what I mean by that is the tone. There's a difference in saying, no, baby, you know you need to go and sit down somewhere with that versus you better go sit down somewhere with that. One sounds like you're talking to your child <laughs> and the other one sounds like you're giving a little, no, babe, don't you think you're being a bit much? And I understand, do I always have to talk in this honey bunch type of tone? Sometimes you need to be checked. Okay, but again, let's keep this in mind. We're all broken. Would you rather be addressed as the adult that you are or would you like to be talked to in the child that you once were. Think about that. Your tone matters. You are more receptive to correction when the tone is in a pleasant tone than you are with someone who's trying to be a dictator in your life. Fact. Challenge me. I want you to. Your tone matters. So a scarred woman, if she's been through any type of abuse, emotional, physical, right? Um, if she had a father who was not the most uh, encouraging and loving mother even, all of these are going to have an effect. If she even had a teacher at a very young age that created a traumatic experience for her, believe it or not, that can have a, a big impact on how she responds to tone. So tone matters. Other triggers is talk. So we're talking tone and talk. So I said tone and how you say it, but then what you say. Now, we talked about words matters with Marsha Sherelle, but we were talking more so from how to journal and how to get those things out and how to really vision who God is. Now, I want you to think about the words that you use. Now, I'm going to go way left because this happens often, and I'm not going to act like y'all ain't out there having sex, regardless of how I'll promote celibacy and how I'll promote, you know, being a virgin and all that for various reasons. I'm just going to go on the fact that I know a lot of y'all out there fornicating. You're out there getting it in, right? <laughs> Italian Stallion is like literally making faces at me. That's why I laugh. But I mean, it is what it is. Now, I'm going way left for a reason. A woman who lays down with you, okay, and you start talking dirty, and if she has had traumatic experience, rape, molestation, um, just that's just not her vibe, right? It makes her feel so low. Pornographic conversation is not pleasing. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's not pleasing for someone like me. I don't want to hear it. I don't even want to hear you talk to me like that. And we're not having sex. So let's go on the flip side. Maybe she's a driven woman or maybe she's a woman who uh, may appear soft-spoken, but there ain't nothing soft about her, right? 
And again, the words you use is you always doing this and you always doing that. You get on my nerves when you, oh, okay, okay. At some point, she going to snap, crack, and pop. And I don't know which one's going to happen, if it's going to happen all at one time. But again, we're all broken. And how you talk, the words you choose to use matter. So you have to take a moment and slow yourself down. When, in a, when facing conflict, you have to take the moment and be slow to speak as in Proverbs. I mean, we're going we gonna to have some fun with this. But Proverbs speaks of this, of being slow to speak. Because a lot of times we pop off and we start talking without thinking. And now we've created more hurt and we've added to the trauma that already exists. So your words matter. So your tone and how you say it, what you're saying, and then your touch. Not every woman wants you to come behind her and slap her on her butt. Okay? Not every woman. And I mean, like, you just think, oh, she's looking cute today. And she's like, really? Not today. You got to be able to read the woman. The scarred woman, you have to really take the time to understand the details of the damsel. (laughs) You like that? (laughs) You got to understand that there are components to her that you have to be so in tune with, and that takes time. How you touch her matters. You know, we love when you come up from behind us and touch the small of our back and maybe say something like, you look so beautiful today. You know how that's like, it is the equivalent to the little girl whose daddy says, you're so beautiful, sweetheart. And I know you're like, okay, you don't want me talking to you like your daddy, but yet you want me talking to you like your daddy. Ah, so let's play with this. A scarred woman wants to hear the gentle, soft touch of a father, what God is, right? But you give a different level that a a humanly father could ever give. And so what I'm saying is, when you look her in her eyes and say, you are so beautiful today, I just needed to tell you that. And it's not, hey, beautiful. It becomes common. What becomes common, unfortunately, just, just has no effect. And I think too often, we don't pay attention to how common we make our relationships. Proximity is privilege. So the closer you are to someone, that is a privilege. The more they unpack things about themselves, that is privilege. And how you use your tone and how you talk and how you touch and where you touch has all to do with how much they've unpacked and allowed you to see about themselves. A scarred woman is so delicate that sometimes women, we have to be honest, you may not be ready for cuddle season. Okay, this may be your season of being alone. It may be the critical season to really dig into self and deal with you first before you invite someone else in. So you can truly relay what is going on with you. And when certain things happen, be honest about that and have an honest platform to build from. Right. But we're all broken. And so, again, when you're talking about a scarred woman, whether she's been through Domestic violence, she's been through that physical abuse, that emotional abuse, rape, molestation, maybe poor family environments. Maybe she's had some trauma as an adult where she went through some really tough times in college or just in relationships in general, and she hasn't unpacked it all. And you've decided, dear guy, to walk into her life because she's gorgeous from the outside to you and she radiates this light that you're like, "Mm, I just want to be closer to that. And then you start to find out, whoa, that light got some stuff going on in it. Yeah, it does. And so how you allow a person to unpack their scarring, especially a woman, will determine whether you find out if she's trustworthy for you to be able to unpack yours. Because, fellas, here's the thing. Depending on what she has, and, and, and can I just say that it's not always about 
um, us connecting on the same level, meaning, oh, you went through molestation. I went through molestation. So you understand me. That ain't always a good mix because sometimes what you'll do is nurse that very pain together. And now you're reliving, 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 and you're making excuses to stay in that state. So let's not, let's not get into the space of uh, equal pain. So we must be good for each other. No. What you have to be able to recognize is where you are strong and I have an opportunity. This is where a lot of times relationships get the strongest because maybe you suffer from low self-esteem and I recognize it, but I have a way where that part doesn't affect me and how I speak into you is what helps you to elevate and come out of that. And that's what makes our relationship stronger. And then you appreciate it that much more because I was able to help you come out of that space, right? Going back to Proverbs 31, 11 through 12, her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. Therefore, a woman who is scarred, although scarred, if she acknowledges the scars, she recognizes that they're there and she's working to continuously stay in a healing state. There's a difference. And you'll know by her conversation, conversation, excuse me, whether or not she is really working continuously to elevate and get out of that state. If she is, and you can see how she adds value to your life despite the scarring, hey, cuddle up, get to know each other, have those critical conversations as you continue to be around one another. I'm all for it. But I think too often we start looking and we live in such an exterior space, right? We love posting the fly pictures. We love putting on our best face. Even when the pain is so immense, we'll still put on our best face with those that we're supposed to be unpacking little by little with. And a scarring woman may potentially do that. So what do you look for, fellas? What do you look for? Hmm. Number one, family dynamic. What was the relationship with her mother and father? Her mother is how she identifies with self. Her father is how she identifies and how she receives love. So what is that family dynamic like? Do her and her mother get along? Are there some rifts there or are they tight? Are they too tight? Is mama best friend and she talked too much to mama? <laughs> that happens too. And I say talk too much because there comes a point again where we have to put up some boundaries on what we share in our relationships, right? Um, and, and that's a whole nother cuddle season conversation. But look at the family dynamic. How is the family dynamic? How are they around um, their family? And how exposed are you, depending on where you are in the cuddle season process, um, to that family? Self-esteem, I talked about it earlier. Where are they with their self? We all have areas that we have some insecurities in, right? I, I can totally admit to that myself. But where is their self-esteem? And can you handle where they are? Can you handle where they are? If it's so low that you've never seen that before, you never interacted with that before, you don't even know how to you know, touch it. Every little thing you say sets them off. You, know, you just can't seem to do anything right. If you can handle it and you can work through it, then, hey, maybe they're someone you can grow with. But if you can't be honest and just say, look, I see that, you know, our chemistry is off and this is not really the best fit for either one of us. And I want to wish you the best. And I hope you wish me the same and keep it moving. I think sometimes we get too caught up in staying in situations we don't need to be in because we don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. But yet we'll continue to be hurt. We'll continue to receive damage. And I think you need to own up to that. And just be real about when you're dealing with a scarred woman, that everything you say, everything that you do, it seems like you can't do anything right. Nothing seems to satisfy her. Have the critical conversation. Make her aware. And if she's not owning up again, the healing part of it all, if she's not owning up to this, these are areas of her mess. These are area of her, areas of her brokenness that she needs to deal with. And she's willing to acknowledge and say, you know what? You're right. 
but I still want to work through with you because I really feel you. I see this with you and you see the same or you you feel like that was sincere and y'all can grow from there. Cool. But if you know it ain't working, hey, look here, chief, walk away. A woman talking to a man right now, walk away. But don't do it away. You crazy. Like, we're all broken. I'm going to keep saying it. We all have our own level of brokenness. Be man enough and woman enough when we talk about the guy side. Be, be man enough and woman enough to say, I feel our chemistry is off. And, you know, I'm just not seeing progression as I would like in our relationship. And rather than have it fall completely apart, I'd like to at least try to salvage some sort of friendship where we see each other. We can, you know, be cordial. So I'd like to just leave it where it is right here and have our go, have us go our separate ways. You want to use that, write it down. Hey, I don't mind. You ain't got to give me credit for it. You're welcome. <laughs> but also understand that values are important. What do they value? So we're talking about, what's their family dynamic? What's her self-esteem like? What does she value? Does she value money? Is that like, is that like her thing? Gotta have money. Gotta have, that's all she ever is chasing is money. That's an interesting dynamic. If that's your thing, that's your thing. Not my thing. I don't, I don't, cause money comes and goes. Money is, is, is a current that goes fluidly. So I can't, I can't live for money per se. But you live for the praises of people. Some people need approval from people. Can you handle that? Some need acceptance, right? Some need the acceptance of, of family, of friends, of, of their coworkers, whatever the case may be. Again, values. What do they value? What do they look for uh, in their relationships? And how does that affect you? Pretty much I'm saying if they deplete more than they increase, you must delete from your life. That's where I'm at. You know, God has done a lot coming into this year with relationships. And I've realized that if they weren't adding to my life, whatever it was, whether be it spiritually, um, mentally, financially, just helping me grow. And I don't mean they're giving me money. I mean, they're giving me money tips or, or things of that nature. Because I, I got to identify that. Some of y'all go the wrong direction when it comes to women. I don't need your money like that. I know how to get my own. Can't you tell that's an issue for me? <laughs> but my point is, you really have to look at how people are adding to your life in this cuddle season, guys. If they're not adding to your life and they're taking more from your life, you might want to evaluate how much longer you're going to keep it in your life. Okay? So again, dealing with a scarred woman, fellas. Pay attention to the signs. Again, if she's taking more, she's not enriching and adding to your life. Ask yourself, why are you still inviting yourself to her party? Why are you still inviting yourself to her space? Because clearly there's some things that she still needs to unpack that she's not willing to acknowledge to get the proper healing she needs to have healthy relationships. So you know what to do, family. I'd love to hear more about what you think about cuddle season. We're going to be having a lot of conversations, have some guests with this one, because this is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be talking relationships all month long. Um, and no, I'm not going to always be talking about mine. Don't worry. I know. It's all good. It's all good. But the point is, cuddle season, scarred woman. We've got a lot of scarred women, but all of us carry a, a certain levels of scars, some deeper than others. But the question is, do we know how to work through them? And can we live in a healthy space together as we grow? So let's continue the conversation, family. You know what to do. No Ordinary Church Girl on Instagram or Facebook. Look me up. If you're not connected, let's get connected. Drop some DMs on, give me some comments, some feedback, and I'd love to continue it as we continue on in cuddle season. And as I always say, may your day be far from ordinary and your week manifest into God's best. Love you.